I got to turn my camera on now, like, hold, hold up. Yeah, I was like, since Quinn turned his camera on, I had to unveil myself. <laughs> Thanks, Quinn. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm not, we're not ready for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Look like a fashion meet in here. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to start with the episode. Um, we're talking all questions about love, you know. Thank you for, you know, giving us the two hours of your day and your time. And just quick zoom Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who likes to go first? I ain't hearing nothing. I ain't hearing. I, I, I chose it. I got it. All right. Um, for me, uh, I've been through a lot, so I can like uh, cipher through what I enjoy and what I don't. Okay. You know, and anything that is not physical, I'm not with it automatically. Like I, and I love everything. Don't get it wrong. I love words of affirmation. You know, that's always a huge plus, you know, that's the things I normally make you warm. Mm -hmm. But for me, you know, deception is always on the line, you know, so physical touch and uh, quality time has been more of the things that I rely on more so, yeah. you know, that's what makes me feel like truly loved and appreciated, you know, like you, you can tell someone something, anyone can tell you something. And if it's good, I'm not going to lie about that, but that's not the thing I would rely on or really make me feel that I'm loved, you know? Okay. Do you have yeah. like a second place one? A second place is, oh, I said two for first. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I would say active service. Active you know, like, um, yeah, you know, like going out, being treated. You know, sh you know, paying for little random things here and there when you don't even expect her to do it. Yeah. You know, like that's something I know I unconsciously do, yeah. just to see what type of person I'm dealing with. You know, but that always, you know, catches me off. 
And I'm not saying like expensive gifts, you know, like let's say we always doing bills and stuff and, you know, she just decides to do it all for some random reason. Mm-hmm. It catches my attention, you know, or, you know, she wants to pay for something. She wants to do this, you know, so the, or help out, even though she's pregnant, those kind of things like catches my attention, you know, the acts of service, you know, those are the things trying to give you a nice massage. Like yeah. <laughs> they, they catch my attention, yeah. Gotcha. Anybody want to go next? Uh, Jasmine. Um, I would say that my my love language would be quality time. Mm. Um, in my profession, you know, being a nurse, I work usually like ten hours a day, mm. and when I come home, I just want to, you know, have time to be with my partner, mm. just Quinn right there. <laughs> Uh, I love. Um, <laughs> that's the most important to me. Like, um, I don't know. I just I feel like I spend a lot of time outside of the house. Mm-hmm. So when I come home, I just uh, he's in my peace. Mm-hmm. So I just want to come home. I just want to relax. We don't even have to do much. It's just you know yeah. just sitting there. We eating dinner, yeah. watching shows, stuff like that. Yeah. That's what's most. Important. That's nice. Do you have like a second place? Mm. What you said they were again? Oh, um, I like the the um the verbal. Oh, um, the I, yeah, I need oh. that in my. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need that. Um, you know, it's one thing. Like, uh, yes, of course, you know, the feelings are there, but. I, I like to express my, my feelings a lot. I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. So um, um when I, when I like to express it a lot. Like I, I I'm like, oh, you know, every day I I love you, I love you, you know, it's important. So that would be my second one. Okay. Yeah. Um I okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, Who's going? Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, that was beautiful, Jazz. Uh, I just want to say black love on here. I love it. So cute, so cute. Um, so I think I have three. So physical touch from my partner, but only from my partner because I'm not a touchy-touchy person like outside of that. So, um, is it like only towards you? No, both ways. Oh, both ways. Okay. Both ways, yeah. Um, and then gifts. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have to be, like, expensive gifts, but I find it very attractive if, like, someone knows me and I don't have to tell them what I want and they could just, like, provide me um, or, like, give me what I need. Yeah. I think that's, like, really, really, like, it means a lot to me. Like, if I don't have to give you, like, what I want for Christmas, and you've just been, like, actively listen to me, listening to me, like, throughout our relationship. Yeah. So that's, that's good. Gifts. Um, and then acts of service. Because, like, I'm, I'm a helper. And, like, in my relationships, like, I want to help you be the best you. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I can make your life a little easier, like, by cooking you a meal or something, mm-hmm. um, I'll do it. So I res- respect that it's respected to me, too. So those are my three. Mm-hmm. Wait, just a quick question. So, when we say love language, do we mean what we like to receive or how we like to express our love? Um, for what 
well, first it's like receiving, and then, uh, like Jasmine put it, you can show how you express. Did that make okay. sense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. And so my top feel, one. Yeah. Would be um. Hmm, acts of service. Okay. For giving and taking, like you know, acts of service is what I like yeah. to see. And also how I also show my love. Okay. Um, and then next would be words of affirmation. Okay. Is that giving and taking as well? Um, or just taking? More so giving. Oh. Right. Do you feel like you want to share as well? <laughs> of course. Um, so my top one is quality time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm at a nice spend a lot of time together. I mean, I don't work all day, yeah. but just being around him is just great. Mm -hmm. um, and then my second would be physical touch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's funny because I'll like stand in the middle of the kitchen and I'll put my arms out just to tell him <laughs> that I want to hug. Um, so that's <laughs> what happened. No, no, no. That was that's like, so you cute. just did that. That's what I'm laughing. So it's just like those little things or like just even putting his hand on my back and like I'll touch him too. Um, so it's like giving and receiving mm -hmm. for both of them. Um, he made me, he made receiving gifts the last one. <laughs> it's like the bottom of the brink. I guess it's because like he kind of made me see that um, that wasn't mainly what I really felt was meaningful in a relationship mm -hmm. for me um and which in the past it would have been words of affirmation first um but like he already gives me that reassurance that like he loves me he's gonna be here and i know he's not going in here mm -hmm. so um that's it <laughs> this is clarify what denise is saying it's not like i said i'm not giving her gifts just like put me on like the stake or something. So she's basically trying to say that in the past, like her love languages was like gift giving and words of affirmation. But she feels like she's transformed because of my actions. I'm not like forcing, I'm not like forcing myself not to give her gifts or any like <laughs> put that type of energy out there. But for me, I would say, well, quality time we both share that. Like for me. Quality of time is essential, just being around the person that you care about. I feel like involves a lot because you can do it together, you can play games together, read books together, watch movies and shows together. You know, just being in that space is almost like a, a, a healing. And um, acts of service is how I show, express my love. But I don't need that reciprocated. So like I tend to be cooking, cleaning. If she needs anything, I do my best to like go out there and get it. And like I don't know about the receiving end. Like Quinn brought up a good point, but I've never really thought about like how I wish I was loved. So I, I'm gonna be thinking about that throughout the episode. But the way I express myself. And my love is through quality time and acts of service, is what I can say. So with that, 
we can move on to the next question. Is love a real force or is it a social concept? Hmm. That's a great question. <laughs> Listen, man, people who say love is a concept don't get love in the first place. That's just how I look at it. Okay. Like, it is real. You know, like, there's, like, there's your typical emotions, mm -hmm. but then there's a heightened version of that as well. Okay. You know, it's an experience. You know, it's not just feelings. It's not just one thing. You know, it's definitely not a concept. Mm -hmm. You know, and I guess that's the best way I could put it. <laughs> Anything else is a rant. So... <laughs> That's just all. I look at it, man. Love is real. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else would like to share? Not just so you know, not everybody has to share. But whoever is compelled to, can share. Quinn, you look like you have something. <laughs> no. I'm oh, mad. You look for me? Yeah, I'm looking at you. I mean, right now my camera is angled weird, so it looks like I'm looking away. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about it. Because on one hand. Mm -hmm. I could see how you would say naturally you would feel love. Yeah. On the other hand, if I didn't know the word love, I would probably describe it as something else. So, mm. um, on one hand, the term, of course, is a social concept. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, I guess the expressions that you feel are, are the natural, you know. Mm. You know. So do you feel I think. Like, oh, go ahead. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to say or observe because people learn about love at such a legit age. Mm -hmm. Like you're literally a baby, and your mother's telling you, "I love you," mm -hmm. so you're already conditioned from the start to know that. But I guess if you look at other animals, um, love gets a little blinded with uh, you know certain things that you might need. So who knows? I, I mean, I'm on the fence about it. Fence. I can see both sides of that. Okay. All right. Annie, Jasmine? Um, Annie, Jasmine? Hmm. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I'll share. Yeah. So I think, I don't think love is something that's social. I, I do believe that because I am in love that I feel like nobody outside of my two-person party can affect mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. or assuage my feelings towards my partner. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a social construct. Do you feel like it's a heightened version of liking somebody or feeling attached? Well, I feel like there's many different types of attachments yeah. and um the way you can love somebody versus like a family member versus your 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 partner um i do feel like there are levels to love okay the more you're with somebody because at first when you're dating oh you know I, I i like enjoy doing things with this person this person's like a good vibe but mm -hmm. when you're with that person you're growing with that person mm -hmm. you start to think of other things like um starting a family with this person and feeling like you can't go on without this person. So okay. I'll just do it.
And with that, thank you guys for sharing. We can move on to the next kind of related question. Is love overrated? <laughs> uh, I guess I'll answer this one. Yeah. So I don't think love is overrated. Sometimes I think it's overly romanticized. Mm -hmm. And I think like um, when people think of love or fall in love, they think of all the good things that come with love yeah. and not like, like that aftermath of stuff, like being in a relationship for like a long period of time, mm -hmm. like you're gonna go through like ups and downs and rough patches, mm -hmm. but that's also involved in the love experience. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it's overrated. I just think it's like overrated. overly romanticized. Okay. Like you're not gonna have all good honeymoon feeling moments all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Anybody else would like to share? Oh, hi. Uh, my bad. <laughs> no, you're good, bro. I'm just lifing over here. Yes. Um, I don't think it's overrated or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like a lot of people don't know what love is, okay. you know, and the thing about that is like, you know, the previous person said, my apologies for not remembering Annie. me, Annie. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It's like, you know, how can you say something's overrated when you don't know what it is? Or people feeling like love is just, just one good thing, mm -hmm. you know, when it's not all about feelings at all, you know? So it's like, are they talking about the progressive part of what love is, yeah. you know, or are they talking about the stuff they see on TV or are they talking about the fact that you can say love is overrated because most relationships don't work out. Therefore, what you were seeking doesn't exist. Mm. So you can call that overrated if you don't, you're not getting it. Yes, mm. yes, you can always say that. However, it isn't due to the fact that it's that, it's, it's an experience. Mm -hmm. You know, can you say adrenaline is overrated? Hell no. I don't want to feel fear when I jump out of a plane. I want to be hyped, <laughs> you know? So that feeling isn't overrated. But what if I'd never get it? Therefore, it is. You know, it's, it's like, it's, I think it's like the lack of experience that would give such a term light, you know, like I've been through a lot of bad, you know, I don't talk about it, but I just say the phrase a lot, yeah. you know, and, you know, I've been with people who use the word love and turn out to be complete garbage, <laughs> you know, and if I was to allow myself to fall into like a hurtful, hate, hateful path. I can say that shit is overrated easily. Like, I understand it. Okay. You know, like, nah, that's bullshit. Y'all need to stop using that damn term. But the truth is, it's just that, you know, genuine love is so hard to find yeah. that you think it's just this, it's bullshit. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's just the lack of experience that makes, not breeds life into that kind of, um, you know, term. Gotcha. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Ray. You're welcome. Um, anybody else? No, folks. Okay, we can move on to the next question. Um, what do you guys think, um, Hamed and Jameez? Like, <laughs> is love overrated? Thank you for asking. I don't think it's overrated. I mean, I've, we've only asked the question to see what you guys think. But I think, as Raheem put it, genuine love is hard to find. And it's difficult 
for people to separate the experiences. If they had a bad experience of love and it was terrible and this partner kept saying, oh, I love you, I love you. And they used that as a measurement tool to um, compare their other relationships. Then I can see why someone would say, oh, love is overrated. I'd rather be single. You know? But it takes dedication and time to genuinely find true love if it will meet that person. And I think that journey, everyone will have a different experience. So if it's unfortunate that some people come to that decision and be like, I don't want it anymore. Or I'm not gearing towards it. Or there's people who label themselves hopeless romantics and they're like, going all over the place, you know, <laughs> vacationing, tra <laughs> traveling just to find this, uh, this somewhere. But I feel like if they, they find themselves in that journey and they are willing to like take all the beatings that may come with it, all the joys and the difficulties, and I feel like it's not, it's more of a lesson that each person will begin to receive when they take that. I just believe it's a journey. It's not one, two, three, and done. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything to share? No. Um, honestly, when Anne we started talking, I was like, I definitely agree. I was like, I'm tired of watching these like movies that are like, Oh, they live in so lavish and happy. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're traveling around around the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, like this shit has real feelings. <laughs> there's trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. Like there's some real sad, mean things that happen in mm -hmm. certain relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it's, that's the point. That's the part that's overrated. Like mm -hmm. that love is so like frilly and there's no hardships in it at all. Yeah. Um, I can't stand that. Yeah. That pisses me. Man, I'm gonna actually say, at first I was thinking, immediately it was like, nah, no way. <laughs> but now, you know, just thinking about it, I'm, I'm gonna say, yeah, the reason why is because I think that um, since, uh, since expressing love and receiving love is so subjective, mm -hmm. like even us going through the love languages, Mm -hmm. shows you that people experience love differently yeah. like if somebody's given Ahmed affirmation through words mm -hmm. and that's not his love language he might then be thinking what I'm feeling is not love while <laughs> show him love and I think so many times in society people uh we have this notion from media um that love is like something that's really hard to find and you gotta hold on to it as hard as you can yeah. But I think it's all about where you're looking. Like, um, I love a lot of people. Like, I love Jasmine. I love you guys as my friends. I love my mm -hmm. students, my parents, my mm -hmm. brothers, all of them. And I just show people my love in different ways. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that it's hard to find love the way that they depict it. It's just um, a matter of where you're looking for that love. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jasmine, got anything to share? Or you're good. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> With that, we can move on to the next question. Does time determine the quality of love? 
Like, do is love different from meeting somebody in a month compared to a year, or is it is it the same thing? I love this question. Uh, damn, I'll wait. I'll wait. No, no, go ahead, Marie. Oh, she loved the question. All right, well, I'll go then. Um, I'll say no. I'll say a really massive no. You know, I say your love is determined by the intentions you initially set. Okay. Like, I don't need, um, I don't need, I don't even need a month. I said, um, I don't think love is truly determined by time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think consistency is just determined by time. But back to love, it's like, I don't think I need that long to know if I love someone or, you know, know where I want to go. It's like your initial intentions always set the playground for what your relationships is going to turn into. You know, I don't need a, a like, I don't need a lot of time for me to know if my partner actually cares. You know, I know people change. I know feelings change, but to be in love, I don't need that much time. Like I can make up my mind really fast if I wanted to, but the only thing that I would say holds anyone back is just to be um, organized about it. Like, you know, I could be in love so much right now. High key want to marry you and socially will wait like a year or two. Okay. You know, like I know what I want. Like I know my intentions stepping into a relationship or stepping into anything involving my heart. Mm -hmm. That's just how I look at it. You know, so I don't believe that, you know, time determines love. It's always your intentions. Gotcha. Yeah. Anybody else would like to share? Andy? So um, for me personally, I, I think that um, I think time does matter. Uh, just because I think early on, there's a lot of other emotions that might be harder to separate mm -hmm. when you're initially meeting someone um, because it's a new experience. Mm -hmm. And then as you go through, you know, life with this person, and experience this person in different facets and start to really understand them, not only for who they are, but who they used to be and who they think that they're going to be. Yeah. Um, start to be able to separate those emotions from, from love. And when you're able to um, accept the person as a changing human being, yeah. um, I, I feel like that's a different level of love because you don't know exactly who you're gonna get in two years but you're still willing to accept them for that. Okay. okay. I, I agree with Quinn on this one. Yeah. I think like time does play an important role because like you, it's impossible to know someone fully in like one month span. Mm. Like how, how can you know someone in one month, like fully, like their faults, I'm, their highs, their lows, like everything about this person in one month. I mean, I can argue that easily. I mm -hmm. like I, I think a big problem with people wanting to know people is the fake perception of them being a good person in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. Like right off the rip, you don't have to lie about who you are. You know, I can literally love you for being imperfect. You know, we have this odd like I think I would say we were like conditioned to look for good traits, good image you know, this, that, everything falls into line, yeah. but that could easily be fabricated. You know, for me, I think I read people really well. So perhaps mm -hmm. time isn't like such a big factor to me. Like I know precisely who you are. I don't care how nice you're being to me. I see it, you know, but you can still wait two, three years and still get cheated on. Mm 
Like, it don't matter. Like, people could play the game hard. Like, they will go that distance, and you still don't know who you're truly, you know, being with. So, like, time could also be a waste of time. You can spend so much time trying to get to know someone, trying to wait, just to see that they're a piece of shit once they get what they truly want or they're bored. You know, for me, getting to know someone is getting to know them at their lowest. Like, if I can see who you are at your worst, it's easy for me to make a judgment because I want to know what I have to deal with. You know, forget all the happy shit, man. I've been through it. I ain't got time for all of that. You know, that's a, a side, you know, product of you guys just being an awesome team. But what am I going to put up with? You know, like, you can show me that first. And I'll still go for it. Like I don't, I don't need that good stuff. I don't need that building. You know, just show me what I'm dealing with. You know, like all of the other stuff is always there. You're always gonna be great. You're always gonna be beautiful. You're always gonna have a nice personality. But them days you are not that, that's what I care about. You know, and that's that's where time really doesn't matter as much. You know, you could be good for so long, but when you switch up, all that time goes to waste. I I get what you're saying, but realistically, like, you're not going to see all of that in one month from a person unless they're putting that out on the table on, like, the first date. And I don't think, like, people are pulling out, like, skeletons out their closet that quickly. I don't know. Yeah. I see your point, Amber. Yeah. Because, like, time, like, time could only tell, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, like if you're gonna see like the, I don't know, I haven't had an experience where I got to see someone's lowest point in the month in, because yeah. you're still trying to get to know that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're fortunate enough to see all that in one month and you can make that um, agreement that you love that person, that's that's good on your part, I guess. They got me thinking. So, I don't know, my brain is like, before I was like, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But then I'm thinking, what if there's an intensity of love? Mm-hmm. So I could love who you are now in this moment, but then a year down the line, I either love you more or I just love you less. Yeah. So does the intensity matter? Mm. I mean, I see, I can see both ways. I see where he's pointing in terms of like, once that person shows their ugly side, all of this work we've been building up to just crashes. At the same time, I'm more of a, yeah, because our first six months wasn't, our first six months was work. And like that, environment of our time was pretty wavy in terms of like oh is this really the person i want to be with but when we worked through that and that took time yeah we learned how to love each other we learned who we were as people and that love just started to develop more and more the more time went on so for me i'm more of a yes i don't think it determines the quality of love but it definitely does determine how you, I guess how you love the person, not in terms of quality, but in terms of expression and like, you know what works, you know what doesn't, and you know that we've worked this hard, I think we can survive 
the years to come, basically. Ah, uh, that's yeah. beautiful. Well, I think um, what I, uh, I'm not changing what I'm saying. I think oh, what yeah. I was talking about, like, is the, um, like the initial, like your intentions yeah. were set, no matter if you and your partner weren't like deep into it, you knew that you liked this person. You didn't need that amount of time to say, let me try. Yeah. You know, you, you really wanted to right off the rip. It's not like something you say, I'm going to back out of it. I'm not saying like, it's going to be some kind of shit where I'm just talking to someone I don't like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I know exactly what I want, you know? Okay. So it's not, I, I agree definitely with the time, you know, just listening to you guys express mm -hmm. it. Okay. But you know, what I was saying is your intentions is set, you know, you know what you want. Like, and you don't need a lot of time for that. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else would like to share? I mean, I do think, just to add on to what Raheem said, yeah. I do think that the, the time allows you to adjust those, those intentions. Because, like, knowing Jasmine, when me, and, me and Jasmine was best for, like, a year before we went out. Yeah. And, like, um, when we first went out, you know, it's because I'm – you know, physically attracted to her because visually she's beautiful. And then, you know, on top of that, she's my best friend. But, you know, now um, I feel like it's a deeper appreciation for um, who she is on the inside and what she's, the steps she's taken to get to where she's at. And, and I, I think the, the bottom line is that sometimes, like, unless you're friends with the person beforehand, it's sometimes hard to just get to know that part of the person. Um, it, you know, I'm gonna save the rest of what I was gonna say for another question. Yeah, do you wanna speak on that or? Oh, um, I think I uh, spoke on that a little earlier about yeah. how when you first date somebody, it's more of just like doing, going out with them and um, knowing them, stuff like that, getting to know the person, especially if you're not friends with them or know them prior. Um, and as time goes on, um, it's a deeper connection. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Jasmine. Does anybody else, is everybody good with this question? Okay. The next question is, does a relationship work if one person loves more than their partner or partners? Partner, shout out to Nick Cannon. Anybody like to jump on this question? Can you repeat it one more time? Yeah, of course. Does a relationship work if one person loves more than their partner or partners? Mm. I mean, yes and no. Uh, I would say no because I'm an emotional person automatically. Okay. But I think saying that for everyone would be to ignore the fact that people don't need love to be in relationships apparently. So that's something to think about. Like what type of relationship are you in? You know, like a lot of people these days, and I'm realizing that, you know, so appreciate your partners if it's truly love that you're with them for. But a lot of people don't need that much affection these days, you know? And a lot of the times, you know, it could be the type of love again, like what if it's a materialistic relationship? Mm -hmm. You don't need love at all in that shit. 
in fact, that's exactly how that relationship is normally set up. Yeah. Where you're like, let's say the dominant uh, partner is outputting much more than the one that's receiving. Yeah. Where you just have to sit there and look cute. And that's it. This is a top-notch relationship right there. Fly me to Paris. <laughs> you know, so in that, in that perspective, like, there, there's different types of relationships, you know, but like, let's say we're talking about most, like, really connected relationships. There's no way that's going to work. One person's going to be really hurt, mm-hmm. and that's normally the one that's outputting more. And the other person is just straight up tired. Like, they don't even want to be in the relationship at this point. They're just there, and you're trying your hardest, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, it's a yes and no, depending on what you're talking about. Yeah. I was just thinking that it, it heavily depends on what you mean by work. Because, like, somebody could have, like, a sugar daddy or a sugar mommy, yeah. and their relationship could work. Right, understanding the dynamic that they have together, mm-hmm. and they could make it work. You know, so I think is in a relationship, it's all about understanding what kind of dynamic you guys are having together. Yeah. If it's like a give and take, then you know, probably not. Um, if one person loves somebody more. Okay, I mean, just to clarify a little bit, um, the main reason why I asked this question is because, I mean. <laughs> Janice, I feel like there's always, uh, as you put it, Quinn, like love is subjective and like a person's feelings can be stronger than the other person and giving in any moment. So I believe our relationship works, but I believe that Janice loves me more strongly than I love her. Not to say that I don't love her at all, but her feelings seem to be more like powerful in a way. Intense. Yeah, mm-hmm. more intense. Mm-hmm. So that is basically the context of that question, if it helps um, clear out that confusion. Yeah. I do um, think that yeah. sometimes, like, if you're not an as expressive person, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it almost, you almost trick yourself into believing that you don't have those emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'll give you an example. Like, when I teach, I talk regularly how I speak. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now, I'm speaking to you guys. I can be excited about a lesson, but the inflection in my voice won't tell my students that I'm excited about the lesson. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, on the inside, I'm like, yeah, we're going to kill us. On the outside, I'm just like, all right, class, everybody get your notebooks out. Um, and so, you know, sometimes I feel like it's just a matter of um, – how, how much did I love you're willing to express? Because like, even in our relationship, me and Jasmine, you know, we both tell each other that we love each other a lot. Um, but, you know, Jasmine is mm-hmm. a lot more expressive than I am. So, you know, naturally it just would seem like she's expressing her emotions of love more yeah. than I do. But I feel like we love each other, you know, about the same, if not me more, since I'm the <laughs> um i feel like that's a hard hard question um the love is still there from both parties um you know like i said like more people some people are just more emotional than others so they're like when i was saying they're going to express it more 
Um, so people who are outside looking in, they'll think, oh, this person uh, is in love with that person more and they'll have, you know, their opinions and whatnot. But um, just like what Quinn said, you never really know unless that person is expressing it. But um, I think love is love no matter no matter what amount people are expressing. I'm on the fence on this one, guys. <laughs> now, okay, because I've always heard, like, this saying, like, get with someone that will love you more than you love them. Yeah. Oof, sounds so toxic. It does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, right? But, like, we've heard that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it depends on the timing and the place I am in life with my relationships. Like, sometimes, like, if I get extremely busy at work, like, I don't have time to, like, really, like, check in on my partner and show my love how I want it to be shown. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I expect, like, it's a balance. So I will expect my partner to kind of, like, love me more yeah. in those circumstances to just be understanding and reach out to me. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also reciprocate that. Like, if you're in a place or time in your life where you can't really express or show your love, like, I'm going to show it for you. Like, I'm going to go in for you. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like in all relationships, it's going to be that one person that loves more. Sound like the broken man right there. Don't fall for him. <laughs> you know, I, I think the, the there's a silver line where we're kind of forget, like, ignoring where we think that if we output more, we're going to get more in return. Mm-hmm. In sense, like Jasmine says, but the hurtful thing I love I learned is you can't love broken people and expect them to know what that love is in the first mm-hmm. place. You know, so in that case, you low key wasting your time. And I'm loving. It's just that you know you go through that already. It's like nah, I'm good. You know, you just see it. You know, you can't love someone more than they're loving you. Okay. You know, I know sometimes relationships get 20, 20, 80, 40, 50. You know, 40, 60, but. You can't, you, you genuinely can't love someone into them loving you. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be something set already. Okay. You know, and I know that sometimes we're still healing when we meet people. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But that person, you know, that person shouldn't have to out love you loving them as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it, it normally doesn't work out. You know, that's when you get with like a crappy guy, you know, Mr. You know, get with one of the fuck boys and you think you're going to save him with all that love you're giving him and you kind of figure out you wasted your whole time yeah, you know yeah. like you have to you have to make sure and they're not you're not loving them more than they're loving you yeah, yeah that, that's wild that's some wild advice they giving y'all out there <laughs> but is it like love or like like going back to the love language is it like because like i could love someone but like at a certain point in my life like i can't just like show you I love you constantly like depending on your love language like I can't I I think that comes down to like for me personally I um I'm not gonna say I used to be I know that I'm still this type of person I need to know how you feel Mm -hmm. and I don't need to speak to you for however like you can literally fly away I don't give a shit (laughs) as long as I know how you feel and where your heart is your intentions is that I don't need that constant reassurance you know let's say you know like it's like you have to establish who you are if you're trying to say you're busy. 
-hmm. you know, because that person wouldn't need that much affirmation after they truly know who you are and what you're into. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like if you're busy, you better make them hours count. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else or that's it for everyone? All right. So next question is, is there a difference? No. Let me check. Okay. Is there a difference between loving someone and being in love with someone? Well, where's that question? <laughs> That's not. Did you say quit? That's not number six. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, the, it's the second number six. My bad. It's the second number six. No, yeah. he's looking at the, uh, the. The oh, okay. Yeah. Say that one more time. Oh, oh, I it's see. It's in the chat. Yeah, it's in the chat. Loving someone and being in love with someone. Yeah. Mm. Now I think that this this I think this is a social construct. Mm. That I think. That's you think so? Be the difference between loving somebody and being in love with somebody. Ain't that the same thing in a sense? That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't. <sighs> that's a difficult question, man. That. They be playing quotes like that up on like Instagram. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly why I put this in here. And it, they attach a picture of the most toxic <laughs> shit you ever seen in your life. Like the song I Hate You, I Love You. I'm like, my heart broken ass <laughs> listening to that shit. Like, what the f yo, who y'all still together after all of this? <laughs> nah, I ain't listening to none of that. Um I think all right, all right. Loving someone and being in love with them. I think I think there is a difference, however it's pretty much the same thing like if you want to separate the actions yes you could but like it's the same thing man like i can't love you and not be in love with you what kind of what kind of maniac am i <laughs> like I, it's the same thing i i think it's like I, it's not that different yeah i think people just try and say that being in love with somebody is the more stronger well, what I was going to say is what you feel towards your significant yeah. other yeah. while loving someone would be like what you feel towards everybody else. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's just differences in how you express that love that you have. Yeah, it's yeah. like there needs to be a distinction between one, like me loving my mother mm -hmm. and then loving you. And being yeah. in love with my partner. Mm -hmm. I think it's all about what you do with that person. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you look, you look puzzled. What's going on? Yeah, because is it like, like when you say to your friend, or like, or if you were in a toxic relationship, like <laughs> I have love for you, but I love myself more. So <laughs> is it like that? Like it's like, like that's like, a good way to 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 structure that. It really is. Like, like you know, and that goes in line with another question on the bottom. If you could love an ex or some shit like that. I'm not sure. I probably misread it, right? Oh, okay. But, like, you can literally have love for someone and not be in love with them. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes, for me, I always look at my love for any past, like, I don't think you can unlove someone, right? Mm -hmm. So, if even if I have that love, I am not in love with you. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I still so, have love for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's there, but I ain't showing it. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, uh, Jasmine, do you have anything to share, or are you good? I think it's the same. You think it's the same? All right. Yeah. Okay. We can move on to the next one. So with that in mind, is there a difference between love for a relative and love for an actual partner? Is that, is that love different? Like love for a friend, relative, versus love for an actual partner, like a wife, girlfriend? Okay, um, can I start? Okay. So I, I believe everybody in my life has a role Mm-hmm. And um, my love that I have for like my younger sisters or my mother is much different to the love I have for Quinn. Um, the I, I feel like, like I said, it's just different. It's different types. Like I don't love them no less or more than others because Quinn is family to me now. So it's yeah. not we're at a different level than when we started dating. Mm-hmm. So because I consider him as family, my love is like the same mm-hmm. you know I would do anything for them um but it's just different I love them for different roles in my life like mm-hmm. when the man of my life so mm-hmm. um I'm not like when I I don't know it's so hard to explain but yeah. I, I love my love is like my it's like caring for them and yeah. wanting to be there for all of them but mm-hmm. You know, I just look at it through a different lens. Like the love is still there, but it's just through different lenses. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you, Jasmine. Anybody else? I think I agree. It's yeah. like I don't think it's a a different type of love, but no, it is a different type of love because you show these loves differently. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. I think it's a because. Hmm. The, the, the context, the context it's behind hard this when, question, like, huh? I was just going to give the context behind this question is um, yeah. people when they say I love my partner they involve the sex aspect of it they'd be like oh I wouldn't have sex with my family members but my love involves the sex with my partner but I don't I mean, have any questions for you buddy <laughs> but I, so to make it easier for you guys just leave like the feelings of or want to like have a sexual relationship is the love you have for your partner just the feelings without the sex the same or is it different between the love you have for like a relative like your mom it would be weird to say yes to that question bro no not to say yes or no, no outside of the sexual aspect no, outside I mean, of the sexual it's clearly different yeah it is <laughs> like when it comes to like my family i have a respect kind of love Versus where with my partner, it's more emotional based. Okay. You know, like, I, I don't love you because we're related. I love you because, you know, feelings. You know, mm-hmm. all this. Yeah, so it's, it's different. I definitely think it's 100% different. You know, the intense behind the love is also different. So, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. definitely I, different. I think I can see where he's going with that. Like, yeah. for, like, relatives, it's like, I have to love you. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like, like I'm not, not no, re- I don't like, agree with that either. No, for some, but like your mom, <laughs> like, you have to. Yeah, 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 it's respect, yeah, yeah versus yeah. where that love is like emotional, like there's yeah. different yeah. forms of love, like Quentin had said earlier, you know, like there's definitely different forms and different interpretations of it. Okay. So there's, there's a separation. Anybody else? I, I think that like, 
if you were comparing the love that you have for a partner, uh-huh. I think the most comparable thing, if you I if you take away all of the the lust and yeah. then yeah. like the love I feel like it might be more towards the love that you have for like a child. Because mm-hmm. like you wanna cater and make sure that that child is okay at all times. Mm-hmm. Whereas with your partner, you wanna cater to your partner and make sure that everything that they're going through you're always there for them as well. So I think in that sense, it might be similar. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of family, I feel like that love is more like, oh, we can go experience things. Not necessarily like I'm going to cater to you at all times. Mm -hmm. That's why I think it's most closely related to um, how you would try to work with your kids. But I think like, okay, your loyalty lies with your relatives though. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you can love your partner and your relatives the same way, but you probably choose your family over your partner, right? I, I mean, if you could cheat on your family, I'm pretty sure we would do it. Because <laughs> mine is garbage. I would move over quick. Really? I'm, you know, like, I'm telling you, not everybody's family, not everybody's no, relationship it, is what it seems. You feel me? Like, no, some people have, that. like, garbage family. I get so that, but we don't have a garbage family, and your family's nurturing, and you're and you love no, your no. mama, and your <laughs> mama's <laughs> like, listen, it's either me or your girl, and I'm not saying like your wife because it's like different with like Quinn and Jazz when it's like your partner becomes our family. Yeah, yeah, it's different, right? It's different stages. Yeah, but like if like if my man was like, listen, I love you, but your mom gotta go. What do you want to say? Like what? Like what? Uh-huh. I mean, what kind of dude says that in the first place, right? True, true, but if you had to choose, if you had to choose, it's a different type of love, like... Only a maniac would make you choose between those two things, all right? (laughs) Unless your family was terrorists and stuff. But I'm saying, like... (laughs) Some people got toxic families. Yeah, yeah, like, I get it, but, like, who are you in that picture? If you you have a a toxic family, right, and your, your partner's not feeling it, how real are you without to leverage them? Like, for instance, I have a disrespectful ass uncle. And my, if that dude says anything crazy to my girl and my, my girl's like, I don't want him coming over, I'd be bugging if I say, like, nah, I'm not with it. He could come. I got to be real here. This person is disrespecting something, you know, that's very close to me, right? So in that, in that aspect, how far are you going to stretch your loyalty? I guess you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to, like, realistically speaking, yeah. that's, oh, that's like the only circumstance where your family becomes an actual, you know, choice. Yeah. You're like, there's no choice. There normally isn't. But, you know, when it interferes, you have to, like, be a little real with yourself. Like, who are you cutting off and what's the circumstances? Mm-hmm. You know, like, even though you're, you're disrespectful, I love you because we're related. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got to cut it off. I'm trying to see. Yeah, I mean this. This brings up a lot of other questions, which makes it difficult. But uh, there's a there's a point where do you like family has to be loved because of their family, or is it because the hell out of here with that, man? There's questions of like, like Raheem put it, how far does your loyalty stretch if your family is being disrespectful to the person? And the partner that you want to be with, like, who do you decide? So, like, I feel like it's it's definitely different for different people, but um, I feel like we have questions that relate to that. So, don't worry about 
whether or not you want to speak on that and then not having the ability to share. So if you guys can, you know, keep those arguments in your head and then we can further discuss in that later question. But the, what you have to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want this to come out the wrong way, right? But I feel like, I feel like the bond and the relationship that I have with my mother, my sister, and my uncle is like deep. Mm-hmm. And like, I may not feel the same way towards you. Yeah. Like, I love you. Yeah. But like, the minute I hear something about my sister, like, I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no grip about it. But I'm like, if I hear something about you, would I be that same way? Yeah. Like, that excited, that like adrenaline, like, yeah. I'm ready to kill. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's understandable. I mean, I'm not going to be like, I should have the same love <laughs> as your family. Like I, like, I know my place. I hear what you have to say. I think it's also different because you choose your partner, right? Yeah. Right. So like like it could be the same like if you guys have kids like the love for your child you have for your children is gonna be different, different for your partner. partner. Like yep. I'm I'm willing to go to war for my kids, right? Yeah. Well, when I have them, of course. Yeah. But like my partner is gonna be like, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 but when I like sacrifice myself, <laughs> right? Like, like I love Jesus, but I'm not Jesus. Like. <laughs> Like, I'm not gonna sacrifice myself for like I don't know. See, that's, that's a, I don't know. See, that's the point that I'm making. I'm like mm. that's like war. Yeah. There's like no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That is strange. I think we all should re- rethink our relationship now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Move on to the next question. Uh, do you guys believe in love at first sight? No. Can I go first? <laughs> Strangely, as much as I don't believe in time, I don't believe in that one. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe in love at first sight. Okay. I'm a very, I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. I like flowers. I like animals. I could fall in love with all of those, right? Mm-hmm. I could see anyone and think they're beautiful, but am I going to fall in love with them? It's like, no. Like, I think there are certain buttons you have to push. And I don't think, like, many people are capable of doing such a thing. You know, like, it's easy to say someone is really good looking. Like, you're turned on. You ain't in love. You know, you could have a great night with someone. You still don't love them. You know, like, I, I, I don't believe in um, love at first sight. You know, that's, I don't know, that's, that's a bad decision right there for me. Okay. Yeah. Would there be a distinction? between love at first sight for someone that you're interested in or and love at first sight for like a sibling or a baby i mean no still no nah you you see that's why that's why i brought up animals because that's how i feel about animals like you're adorable and shit but if you just get hit by a a car i'd be like ah shit i'm not gonna break down and cry you feel me like like I, there's no attachment okay. you know like you could you know like my hamster died and i cried my uncle passed so i was like Pfft. you know like there's an attachment all you know so love at first sight it's like something could be cute or it can be attractive it could be sexy you name it okay. but the, that 
that's an intense feeling you're not going to get. You know, like, that person had to resemble something you loved in the past. Like, that, that, that has to be an excuse for it to be possible. Okay. Yeah. I'll be thinking of the, when the, baby, when the mothers, the new mothers, oh, I didn't know I, I could love someone so much. Yes, but they have, but that baby. But they, they carried that baby, though. That's the thing. Like, it's been it was like, she's having one, so I know that response, how yeah. affectionate she is towards literally her tummy alone. Okay. It's not like the baby wasn't around during that entire time. It was. Yeah. You know, and those feelings they build up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like you're not gonna like just like have sex and be like, oh, I'm gonna love this baby. That. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great night. <laughs> Let's do this for like thirty more years, right? I'm with it. What were you saying, Gwen? I mean, like you know. People usually don't look at a pregnancy test and go, oh, I love the baby off the bat. You know, they'll be happy. But then, you know, usually those feelings, you know, it start. It got to set in first that you got the baby in you. Yeah. And you know what? He is completely right. I can say that. You know, it's like there's, it's a whole process, you know. And even myself, I'm very warm towards the idea, the fact, not even the idea. In initially, like, time slows down massively. And you're in this predicament where, fuck, how did I get myself here, you know? And you clearly know, but you don't feel that love instantly. That love comes from, like, settling down, you know? Like, it's not an instant thing at all. Because you're not thinking, I love this baby. You're thinking, I got all these bills and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I probably should have been a bit more prepared and stuff. Like, the, the baby is low-key the last thing you care about. Mm -hmm. You know, and then as time goes forward and things settle down and you know you're both on the same page mm -hmm. and you can feel the love for this little thing that's growing that's where you know that love starts bubbling up because all the problems and the scares they're faded away okay. you know all the problems die down and now it's all about the you know moving forward and looking towards cute baby pictures you know <laughs> yeah all right anybody else have anything to share Okay. Whose strong ass camera was that, man? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one that heard you that. You took a screenshot. Like, what? Yeah, this conversation is amazing. <laughs> um, we can move on to the next question. What are your symptoms of love? Like, how do you know you're in love with somebody? Hmm. Anxiety. Anxiety? Yeah. I get like anxiety when I realize it's real, like and w yeah, because you you start looking at them a little different. Like you know when you start catching feelings, you start getting scared. Like <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> like you just start for some strange reason. I I don't know what it is. I think it's when you experience like failed relationship. Uh -huh. The second you start catching feelings, you recognize this as a bad sign. Yeah. As here we go again with this bullshit. Like we didn't learn the last time. <laughs> Right. And then you kind of realize you get like separation anxiety. Mm -hmm. For some reason, you like your pillow more than you normally do. You know, uh, like those little things, you know, their voice makes you happy. You you get warm when they're around. Mm -hmm. Like sh things like that is what like makes me conscious that I'm like getting that deep with someone. Mm -hmm. You know, like you start noticing a lot of weird things like colors would look more vibrant. You're more energized in the morning. Like, you're, 
Disney music yeah, in the background. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, nah, like no, no gas. Like it's 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 a very nice feeling, you know. So that's when I realized like I'm really into you know someone. Where when I start becoming very vibrant over the littlest things, like the little things, like make you extremely happy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Rudy. Anybody else would like to share their love symptoms? I think for me, it's like I start to invest in the person, like my time more. I start to check in them on, in on them more. Like I start to like really think about this person, like randomly throughout the day. Okay. I think like that's one of my my love symptoms. Yeah, <laughs> and then like farther along, like I start to like crave this person, like like if I haven't seen them for a while, I'm like, hey, like I. <laughs> Like, hey, I need your time. Like, <laughs> now. Like, now, yeah. Hold right? On. But it's like, like random check ins. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Food starts to taste good. <laughs> starts to taste crazy. You ain't never enjoy a slice of pizza until you like somebody. <laughs> You ever thought about that? No, How no, good no. pizza tastes when you're with someone you really like? No. <laughs> Anybody else like to share or? Um, I would say just being overall happy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like maybe my day's not going so well, and I think about you know when I get home, things are gonna be better because I'm gonna be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. You know, it's going to be a safe place. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. How about you, Quinn? Quinn, you better match that energy. (laughs) 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 I guess probably just thinking about other people out um, when I'm doing stuff that doesn't have anything to do with them. Like I might be at work and I'm like, I might be like, dang, I hope they're not overworking jazz today. Um, <laughs> or even like with some, even with some of my students, I might be at home, you know, eating and I might be like, dang, I wonder what Chance, I hope Chance is doing his homework. He really got to get it together. You know, so it's, it's like all types of things like that where like throughout the day, I'm just thinking like, Dang, I hope they're doing okay, or you know, mm. I hope everything's going fine for them. Mm. Okay. That's nice. I mean, for me, everybody's sharing. I don't know. I feel like with Quinn, I I do have those like random pop like thoughts will pop up in my head. Oh, really? I don't have to tell them to you. <laughs> That's just how I experience it. <laughs> but yeah, random thoughts. I'm thinking about, like, I always got a plan. Okay, like, when I get home, like, I'm in favor of that person or of service for that person. So I always plan my day accordingly, in a way, to make sure that, you know, all of my ground is uh, cooked, Jamise is fed, I can go to sleep today. That's beautiful. Um, I I be telling you, I think about him all day. Mm-hmm. Like, 
No, honestly, and he probably doesn't believe me. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, even when I'm, since I think a lot, just in general, like, even when I'm teaching, I'm like, yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad. Like, it's just his name or his, what he's doing or, like, figuring out, like, I know he's coming home soon. Like, yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. Um, like, you're just always in my head. Like, it's not like you're lost and forgotten, you know? <laughs> Always a thought. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on to the, the next question. Is marriage the ultimate testament of love in someone? Uh, uh, yes and no. Like, emotionally, like, I can feel that. I can really feel like, like, I'm going to marry this person. I think that's how we were raised. Mm-hmm. like there's no ultimate version of that right mm-hmm. and versus where I could be in love with you for 30 years and we don't need to be married mm-hmm. you know so in that in that aspect you know I can agree and disagree at the exact same time you know yeah okay. there's layers to love I guess you know like for me it's a relationship there's the baby there's time you know, so like marriage is, is like a stage, mm-hmm. but I could still disagree with that. Okay. Like I don't need marriage to know how my, how in love I am with someone. Yeah, yeah. that's that's where I I sit on that. So I I agree a bit with Raheem. I mean, I I do need marriage just so everybody else around us knows how much in love we are. But mm-hmm. right. In terms of the ultimate testament, I think the ultimate testament of loving somebody would be giving up a part of yourself to be with that person. Um, and Jesus Christ. That means different things. Yeah. But I think sacrifice is the ultimate way to show your love for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is that you're sacrificing. Whether that's if you're going crazy into it and you're saying you sacrifice, <laughs> oh, right but you know, you know, like I was telling this to Jazz a while ago, like people deal with it all the time. Like if there's like a bump in our house and we think, oh my God, maybe somebody walked in with a weapon, I'm going down. You know, it's it's like that's love right there. Or like when we went on vacation a little while ago and there was the fire alarm. You know, I stood in front of her while we went down the steps because, you know, you want to make sure that something doesn't happen to her. So if something happens, I'll protect her by using myself, you know? And I think that sacrifice is the ultimate testament of love. It sounds crazy, though, but that's what I think. The love of Jesus, like I said before. (laughs) If you're willing to die for someone, that's like... That's the ultimate sacrifice or testimony. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. Like I listened to, to Quentin and my mic was off, so that's why I didn't agree with him on site. But um like I feel like that the sacrificial stuff comes with love to be honest. Like it's like it's a reflex at this point. Yeah. Where you hear some loud ass creak and automatically you're on defense mode. You know, like all right, somebody's in the kitchen clearly came here to die i no questions to that or you know like let's say you know someone's driving too fast you always put your hand in front of your girl you try to stop them from doing certain things 
you know, like it, it becomes a reflex at that point. Like you always want to protect them, you know, even in the littlest, littlest situations, like you're always in front. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like that, like, that's not weird. You said it was like, it sounds crazy, but I agree with you 100%. I get it. I totally get that. Um, so for me, like, I don't think marriage is the ultimate testimony of loving someone because like, it's too, marriage is too easy to get married. It's too easy. Like, like for, like, it's really signing papers and paying for it. But like the actions behind the marriage is what counts for it. And I feel like if you're showing me all of that without being married, it's okay too. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you're showing me all of that, we should just get married, right? So it's like, you're not, I feel like I agree with Quinn when he was saying it, like, it's more to show people that you love this person mm-hmm. rather than like you just loving that person. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Amy. Mm-hmm. Quinn, mm-hmm. Um, so okay. I agree with what you just said. Yeah. Um, it me and Quinn are planning on getting married this year or next year when, you know, we're able to have our, all of you guys under one roof again. But um, the, uh, the amount of love I have for him won't change. Um, being his wife will just mean I'll kind of like get, like he's willing to give me all his benefits um, that he has in this world. Like, so his pension and, um, you know, all that. I, I'm not too sure how much more you can get but <laughs> looking through all that, but just saying that, you know, I'll, you know, be the first person to legally uh, have everything, you know, it's like a, a sense of security, you know, so that that's something that is just comes with marriage, but not the love won't be more. It's just something like a nice gesture, like, okay, in life, we're part, um, is it like we're a union and also like if we were religious uh in the bible you become one Mm -hmm. so yeah so it's more symbolic rather than just the yeah Mm -hmm. anybody else would like to share or we can move on guys gonna gonna tackle this one (laughs) um sure we can tackle it uh i mean like most of you i don't agree that it is the ultimate testament i mean if it was up to me, like, marriage wasn't, like, marriage wasn't really, like, what I'm going towards. It wasn't really in my goal. For me, it was just as long as we decided to be. And so, I mean, marriage is just a part of our relationship. I feel like it would be a milestone. It would be, like, a date that we can celebrate every year. (laughs) And but I don't feel like it's uh, the epitome of our relationship or like it's the the zenith basically, but I feel like there's still more work to be done. There's still stuff that we want to build and we want to experience before, you know, we reach the latter stages of our lives. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's a zenith. No, I mean, I was just thinking how, I guess, like, it's just put on us 
by society and by like our parents that mm. you know when you get into a relationship you should end up marrying this person like you should not be 15 years in and there's no ring on your finger <laughs> like then what was the point of it all so yeah. i think we just think of marriage to be like this like higher being or like higher mm. goal in mind that signifies you know that you and this person are together mm -hmm. but i just see it to be symbolic mainly mm -hmm. yeah um, with that we can move on to the next question which is does your love for someone fade like if you fell in love with somebody and it didn't work out or are there always residual feelings for that person did you put that in the chat I, yeah i did would you like me to repeat it or no um i'm just thinking because um I've never fell out of love with somebody because me and Quinn have been together since I was like 15. Yeah. He's my first boyfriend, so I don't, we don't, I don't, I don't know how to. I haven't experienced that, so I can't answer that question. That's fine, Jasmine. You're you're good. I don't know. I think it depends on the relationship mm -hmm. because I don't, I'm just thinking about exes, you know, <laughs> like I don't think I know that there aren't residual feelings mm -hmm. but i feel like for you to fall out of love with someone that you have been with in the past mm -hmm. would require you like especially if, i mean if the relationship was bad for you to turn that love into hate mm -hmm. like to despise of that person so you know you're tackling something you're trying to get rid of those residual feelings okay, okay. but obviously i feel like love can fade at some point Mm -hmm. No matter how passionate, no matter how good the relationship is, mm -hmm. something might just trigger and you'll be like, I just don't love this person anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. Anybody else would like to share? Quinn? No, no. Oh, okay, okay. Raheem, would you like to share? Yeah. Um, so I think it goes back to like where we were stating like I still have love for that person because yeah. like like this can also apply to like friendships that have broken off like if you broke off with a childhood friend like you can always have love for that person but not be like in love with that person or actively loving that pursuing that friendship yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Like, I uh, love you, but from a distance Right, right. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't get to uh, answer. My apologies. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to simply say, like, I don't think you can unlove someone. You just learn to live without them, you know, but it's not like that's your focus. You know, I can love you, but you can stay over there. We good. Like, my heart doesn't change. Okay. Yeah. All right, thanks, Randy. Randy, did you, you finish your thought? Yeah, I'm good. It's just like the same thing. Like you can always have love for someone, okay. even if you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> even if you hate them, you know. Cause like you like, it doesn't like if you talking about like my exes. Like like, I hate some of them. Yes, but it doesn't take away that we had like good happy memories together. Yeah. So like, I still have love for them. But like from afar, like from afar. <laughs> from afar. Gotcha. 
right, thank you, Andy. Uh, we're gonna move on to the next question. This one might be a little bit of a thinker, but if you don't have anything, it's fine. But why do people fall out of love? You don't have to worry about pausing because yeah, you might you might need to use a little bit some brain cells. <laughs> I mean, I think I have an idea, so I'll I'll go first. Um, I think it's that happens when because love has certain values, right? And if I think that you're not receiving that those values reciprocated from that other person, that may start the process of falling out of love. And if you've talked about it and your partner seems uninterested to change or to sacrifice, as Quinn put it, then you start to begin to like feel less and less for this person because you feel like they're not, valu they're not valuing your values and your intentions anymore. And if you don't see that, that commitment from that, from the other side, then I feel like that process would start. And if it doesn't seem to get better and arguments start and then you try your best to fix the situation, then yeah, you may, you may feel like this person is not with you anymore. That's just my idea. All right, I'm gonna say, uh, <laughs> I think it's when you feel like that love isn't healthy for you. Like mm -hmm. if, if, if expressing your love to somebody else and yeah. being with that person is hurting you, mm -hmm. I think then that's when it's easier for you to fall out of love okay. when, you, when you realize that it's bad. Now there's obviously a lot of people who stay anyway and then that's a toxic ass relationship. Yeah. But like, um, I feel like it makes it easier when, especially when you have somebody to help you out process those feelings, mm -hmm. when you realize that it's just not beneficial for you to n any longer mm -hmm. be in that relationship. Okay. Okay. Raheem, I saw that you unmuted yourself. Did you have something to say? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I'm just busy. Sorry. Um, for me to, uh, for me to fall out of love, like it would take pain, like. Okay. And there's nothing more to it. Like, I don't care how bad you are or the stuff you've done. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd have to really do something for me to not love you anymore or for me to get bored of it. Or it's like re repetition is another thing. Like, if you keep doing something that bothers me or, you know, like genuinely disrespects me in any kind of manner, like, you kind of taper me into not loving you. You feel me? Like, the... Like you repetitively doing something that you know is agitating, you know is hurtful. Like I'm becoming numb towards my own feelings for said individual. You know, and like you'd have to be some, you'd have to be a mess for me not to love you, basically. That's just how I see it. All right, thank you. Anybody else? Sorry, I was trying to wait for the background noises to cut out. It's like helicopters and stuff. Um, <laughs> like, uh, um, I think it could be like a plethora of reasons why people fall out of love with each other. Yeah. Um, I think like from my past experience, it has always been like someone checked out of the relationship. 
Like they just stop trying, right? And like, so that could be it. Or you could be in a different stage of your life where like, like, like you're not that you're too busy, but like you probably don't even know what love is or how to express love mm-hmm. or, or you thought you loved that person, but it really wasn't love, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it could be many reasons why. Um, I would say, um, I would say the only thing that I could think of would make me fall out of love would be if I needed to stop loving that person. Um, if that person, like Quinn was saying, like if it became like a toxic situation or I'm being mentally or, you know, physically abused, um, and you have to like force yourself, you know, fight against those feelings. And then eventually you'll fall, you'll stop having feelings for that person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I want to add on to that too. Um, also, people will fall out of love because maybe, like, if you're on in a long term relationship, like, people change. You change, you grow or you don't grow, you probably stay stagnated, but like, but like you change and that's okay. We're humans, you know, you involve, right? Like, and, and like sometimes like the person you was before is not the person you're going to be in the future. And that person might not be um, compatible with your partner. Like the person you are going to be in the future might not be compatible with your partner who's that's going to be in the future too, you know, your future partner. Like, like people change and that's okay. Jazz, you have something to say? Sorry. No, I agree. Right. I, I would say that um, you're just saying, like, as people grow, like, me and Quinn have been together for, like, eight years, and we've just been lucky to be on the same page as we grow, you know? Because not a lot of people stay with the person that they've been with since they've been 15, you know? So I just got lucky, to be honest. But I also, can I add, sorry, but I also see you guys like actively working towards your love and like planning with each other and I respect that. Yeah, yeah, because it's like an example would be like, say, like I want, I wanted kids a little earlier, right? Um, If it was up to me, I probably would have had like two by now when I was 20, but when, you know, he wants children, you know, uh, 25, which is understandable, you know, but that's like I said, like we, we talk about it and, you know, we come to a conclusion for it and we decided like, okay, maybe we can start our family in another year, but that's what I'm willing to wait to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I know he'll be a good dad and I want him to just continue to be, you know, my partner in life. So mm-hmm. we're working it out, you know, mm-hmm. some people, you know, they got deal breakers, but um, yeah. we, we're good. And you gotta have good reasoning when you when you arguing, especially yeah. kids or you know getting the house and things like that. You gotta have a good reason. Yeah. Sometimes people like to just say, "Oh, cause I said so." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some dangerous yeah. territory right there. Yeah. You gotta have good saying stuff. Gotcha. Thank you, Quinn. Um, and Jasmine. And the last question we have for the podcast. 
is, can love truly be unconditional? No. I feel you. My reasoning is because I've never seen love that was unconditional. So I don't know if it could exist. I'll say yes. Definitely. I um the only thing that stops us from loving is ego and pain, man. Like I don't for me, my feelings never change. It really doesn't. Like I'm not gonna stop seeing certain things, you know, and how I feel and my actions towards you is truly based on who you show me and how you treat me, you know, like, but it doesn't change how I actually feel. Like, you know, you go through something hurt with, with someone, what's stopping me was most likely be some shit like, you know what, I respect myself, so I'm not going to be this and that towards you, or I'm going to grow as an individual. Yeah. But when you love someone, you don't, when you for me, like, when you truly are attached, I'm going to stop saying the word love, so we don't feel type of guilty in any way. <laughs> Like, when you're really attached to someone, it's difficult to change that. Like, what normally changes is literally you wanting to grow outside of this. You want to go past this pain. Yeah. You know, but if you wanted to, you can easily, just as easy, say you like this person again. Okay. You know, give an opportunity. You know, like, all right, whatever. <laughs> That's just how I see it. I think love is unconditional. Like, but, you know... When Quentin say like he never seen that, like I don't think any one of us did, yeah. because we don't want to see that girl who's in love with that abusive guy keep on going back to him, right? But it doesn't mean she doesn't love him anymore. You know, it's just she's, you know, making a better choice for herself. Like we nobody truly sees that. So now as I'm talking, I'm kind of realizing my man's maybe onto something, so. <laughs> like, like, it's making sense to go the other way, but I know what I'm trying to say, you know, like, yeah. like, you really do love, like, you don't fall out of love, like, I'm pretty sure, like, except for, you know, this gorgeous couple over there, <laughs> jealous, uh, but I'm pretty sure you could think of someone from your past and easily say, I can love that person if I wanted to, but you literally choose not to, they did so much bad shit. Yeah. You know, like, it's a choice, but the, the, the like, the, the feelings are in there. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else would like to share? I wish I can say yes, <laughs> but, but I can't, like, and I'm trying to think of, like, circumstances where it applies to that like a love was like unconditional like I think like you can have love unconditionally for a cause or something mm -hmm. or like <laughs> but for like towards another human like I can't I, I I don't see it I don't see it and I'm like sorry to bring back like religion but like like we are taught to like love like Jesus Christ of course right because mm -hmm. like his love was like unconditioned no, but like I can't apply that to real life. Like I don't, I don't see it. Like I don't see it. Like, like going back to. I don't. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know your name. It's like Sugar Cup, Raheem. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Like what he was saying before. Like if someone like, like hurts you and continue to hurt you, like you can like choose. 
to love that person, but I don't think you can choose to love that person because you probably feel so much resentment. Like, like how, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't. The one thing that I was thinking about when Raheem was speaking, I'm like, so if people are being abused, but stay with the person that's abusing them, is that unconditional love? That's, that's a good question. But if they have all the options to leave or all the privileges it's to leave and they still stay. It's definitely unconditional love. Yes. I don't, but no I don't matter think what the circumstances. But is that unconditional love or is it something like mentally wrong with that person, right? Because like you can have, like, like, let's bring up slavery, like how some slaves love their owners, right? Like it's, it's like... It's, it's it has to be a different word than love. It's not love. Yeah. It's something this like took call it, a like, turn. Huh? <laughs> I ahead. said this took a deep turn right there. No, no, no. But like, but like when people love their abusers, that's what I mean, or oppressors, right? It's not really like love. It's something else. It's that's called like, conditioning. Yeah, that is conditioning. No, no, no. It's fine. I think this is a great. Yeah, we're fine. You can you can go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, with, um, with, with Annie's example of like somebody being abused, I feel like it's probably fear also plays yeah. a factor. Yeah. And um, maybe she believes or she forces herself to believe that I can't get no better than this relationship. Like if the, pa- the partner does abuse, but normally abusers also treat their partner well by like, you know, taking them out or telling them that they love them. And they always, abusers always have this ability to make, manipulate, manipulate, right. Make it seem like mm-hmm. the person being abused is the per, is their fault. Their fault. Right? Yeah. So like, it's definitely. I've been there. I'm not going to lie. I have those bad relationships. I didn't believe in myself. Yeah. Now I am aware of the chocolate that I am. I would never do that to myself. But I no, I get that. Like when you put it like in that manner where it's all that you have, uh-huh. you know, again, I would I can easily say I'm really I'm fully aware of how bad things are, right? Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't stay if I didn't like this person still. And then another reason is like your lack of understanding that you have options. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like to tell this a lot of women, like confident people don't stay in abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. If, if your partner is aware that they're good looking, I dare you to fuck up. I dare you. Like they're out so quick. It's like, yeah, I'm out of here. I ain't got time for this. Right. Because, you know, there's options. You know that you don't have to put yourself through this, you know, like and I'm still moving on while I actually care. I just know that this is not good for me. This is not healthy for me. Yeah. You know, like, like when you, when you're, when you're attached to someone, it doesn't change, you know, and, and Annie was listing a bunch of options. I realized she didn't say a baby, right? A baby is one of the few humans that can mess up so bad and you still love them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's unconditional, you know, but I dare a 12 year old to do the same shit. You know, like, like, you know, the baby doesn't know better. You feel me? So it's not like you're going to stop loving them after they break your expensive-ass TV or something. You're not. You may get upset, but they still mean the world to you. You know, so 
Ah, no. It's the same with animals. You like your, your animal a lot. You know, you're not going to get upset at them or stop loving them for fucking up, you know, you're, or making mistakes. Let me stop cursing. You're, you're not, it's not going to change. You know, like if you said, I, I can just let this dog go and get a new dog, then the, the dynamic change, you know, you can get something else. But is that love in the first place, right? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the one person you should love unconditionally is yourself at the end of the day. Okay. What if you're a bad person and you're aware of it? Still love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say change your ways, of course, but still love yourself. Because yeah. if you don't, then how are you going to love someone else? And then you could fall into those malefic sorry, those toxic relationships or like with your abuser or something because you don't love yourself unconditionally. That, that's why you're in that relationship. That, that, is, that is something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, confidence. That's what I said. That's what I called it earlier. If you're not, you're going to be here putting up with all the bullshit. Nah. Yeah, love yourself first. Because if you know your worth, you know how you're supposed to be treated. Thank you very much. Anybody else would like to share? All right, I guess with that we can end. Thank you guys very much for joining the seventh episode of KTCG. Um, we're happy to help you guys understand this topic better. And our next topic, we'll be talking about therapy. So we actually found what? somebody. <laughs> Wait, what? That therapy? Yeah, therapy, therapy. Oh, oh yeah. that's that's a nice topic for the colored community. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Precisely the colored community. <laughs> so definitely stay tuned as to the audience, our conversators. Please remember to like the video, support us on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. We're on everywhere. You can Google us. We're on everywhere. We don't have to give you the spiel. But thank you guys again. If you guys have any feedback, you can stay a little bit longer to talk about the episode, talk about what you like. If you guys have to leave, that's fine as well. This part won't be recorded. So don't worry about it. It still says recorded. <laughs> 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 Let me see.